WKWC 90.3 Panther Radio. What is going on, guys? It is Radiohead Rick in the station with your interview today. Feeling smooth and cool. Today, I've got an interview with Jeremy Degree from eSports. How's it going, Jeremy? It's going pretty good. I appreciate you having me down to the station. It's nice meeting up with Radiohead Rick. Always. So... You are the chief executive for esports, is that right? Yeah, we just had elections, the second meeting, as per our bylaws, which you, Radiohead Rick, are the executive. I am, and I'm very excited to be part of this organization. So what is like the overall standing of what esports is? So esports is more of online competitive gaming. We, as the KWC esports team, uses the C-Star League. So in that, we have games like Counter-Strike Global Offensive, I think Overwatch is a part of it, Fortnite, and different games like that where it's all online competition, right? Yeah. Online tournaments that are organized through the C-Star League organization, and we as a team practice and compete in that. Oh, that's cool. So what teams are offered here at school for us? So right now, the teams that we have enough people for would be Rainbow Six, Apex Legends, Overwatch, and Valorant. However, we have an interest in League of Legends, Rocket League, and Smite that we need to get more people for. Ooh, okay. So if someone wants to reach out to figure out what game they want to play, how to approach this, who, what, and where do they go? So it's super easy. Um, Um, Because we're still Technic Club, we're trying to get practice time set down right now so we can get down into the eSports room and get practice done. Right now, we have a Discord set up where people can come and practice. Anybody with any experience can come down. That's the whole part of the team anyways. A lot of people are concerned that they don't have experience with computers or that they're afraid they won't have any skill. So it's one of those things where we will take anybody and give them an opportunity to practice and get good at, you know, using a computer. It's definitely like a huge learning curve. So if you're interested, the email is kwcesports at kwc.edu. And from there, once you show interest, we have a whole Discord set up where you can meet with your teams, your team captains, and a whole bunch of different games where once you get in and get a practice schedule, we can get you on a computer. So I know being part of the teams and all that, you are part of what teams? So right now, I am a part of Rainbow Six and Apex. Oh, okay. So how is the teams looking so far with those? I know we said Rainbow's a little low and Apex. I didn't really hear much about Apex. So Apex we have a whole bunch of people for. I think we have six or seven that have shown interest and have a three-man team. I mean, that's a lot of extras. Yeah. And Rainbow Six, KWC's, or WKWC's own Nathaniel Varney Ooh. is team captain. What? So that's pretty cool. Also, to shoot in there, I am the team captain for Overwatch. So your very own Radiohead Rick is running that squad. But I'm also part of the Smite team, which is also needing help. So if you guys ever need help, come talk to us. We are always flexible with schedules because we understand this is a college. You need to get your degree, but we also want you guys to have fun. Jeremy's very adamant about getting your grades done first. We have set in our bylaws that you have to have a 2.5 GPA to continue being on the team. We kind of got like certain levels of what you need to do, but is there anything else uh, that we offer that if someone doesn't want to play, but wants to be involved with the esports team? So, on the top of grades real quick, of course we push grades. There's no point in competing if you can't even, if you don't have the GPA to compete, right? <laughs> so you always want to focus on grades first. But of course, we have different games like Fortnite, which is more of like a solo game, but it's one of those, like, we even have a team captain for Fortnite, or we're planning on it, where 
even if it's a team game or you want to compete solo. I know there's a bunch of collegiate solo tournaments that are happening for it. So if you want to go independently and represent Kentucky Wesleyan, you can absolutely do that. Just like we have a big, on campus, we have a big community of Smash players. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where that game is more, if you go and compete, it's more of independent play. But absolutely, I know some people love to rap Kentucky Wesleyan while they play. But then some people like to kind of wrap us in with like NCAA. I know some people say, well, that's not true. And other people say that's really true. What is the difference between NCAA and us? It's almost like the men's bowling team. There's no real right now NCAA esports kind of competition going on. Most of it's solo. These collegiate teams are competing together. And it's a lot of external organizations like, for example, Apex. I know we have a clip going around from Kentucky Wesleyan's own Matthew Ray, who had competed in one of the collegiate Apex tournaments. And from there, you know, we were able to compete. It wasn't through NCAA. It wasn't like officially organized by the state or anything like that. It was one of those, an external organization had um, created their own league with their own tournaments, and it was one of those competitions where it was score-based. Yeah. So based on the number of enemies you eliminated or how many games you've won was how many points your team got overall. So it's a different type of scoring. It's different organizations that do it, and it's all from there is how you basically get the competitions. Yeah. What other thing, like pieces, can people get involved with that if they don't want to be part of a team, they want to be part of esports, but like I know some teams have like streamers, they have social media, stuff like that. Okay, yeah. That that's what you were asking. I was trying to get a feel for that question. So we have our own public relations officer, which is the head of our t shirts, our branding, our social media accounts, different things like that, where even if you don't want to get involved with playing a game or you're nervous, we still have our own basically marketing department and team internally, like most clubs. And because of that, we still offer opportunities for, you know, getting involved, getting involved with social media. If you want to create your own presence and you want to help us with that, we have our, if you're good with graphic arts, we would appreciate help with making t-shirts. And so we definitely have different parts of the organization where if you don't want to play a game or you don't feel comfortable, you know, getting adjusted to the computer or you're just really interested in the different aspects of clubs so much as um, you are playing, then you can definitely get involved with that. Yeah. So I know last year the esports team was talking about doing a event uh, to help raise money to get the club going. If I remember correctly, it was Sam Jam or was it was something Sam something it was going to be a Sigma Alpha Mu and a esports sponsored thing to help raise money to get interest into the whole across the campus and some more like donations in because we are just a club so we don't have a budget. We are still trying to grow to a point where we can become an organization. Is that possibly still going to happen? Yeah, definitely. Like, I know as the recorder for Sigma Alpha Mu, like, that's a whole different topic. But it's always nice to do mixers. It's always nice to get involved with different organizations. So I can definitely see something in the future where Sam Jam can be sponsored on both parts. I know a lot of it, of course, because it is donation-based and it is one of those competitions where sometimes we have a prize, sometimes we don't, depending on how much funding we have. And a lot of the equipment is donated, of course. I know I myself brought my own Nintendo Switch for the Super Smash Brothers tournament and the Mario Kart because I have both games. Mm -hmm. 
it's definitely a nice event because people can donate their things. And then if you have like an entry fee, then you can put it towards your dues, whether it be esports or Sigma Alpha Mu or if it's a share pot or whatever, getting into logistics. Yeah. It's definitely one of those events where it's beneficial to both sides. It gets promotion out to both sides. So I could definitely see something like that in the future. Yeah, it, I see a lot of like internal growth with how we started out when we came to campus our first year and we got introduced into the esports where it's been and where where we are now because when we had the first open up it wasn't really much but like smash was the big thing we we do now and now it's a lot of team-based games that we offer and it's been a lot of growth since then and i only see this club going up from here and i just can't wait to for it to be recognized as a whole organization and then we can compete across like states and the country that's like a big dream of mine i know it's one of yours to compete against the ue eu the ue the eu and the asian um area across the seas because the only way to get better is really to play against better teams oh yeah absolutely it was kind of unfortunate too Jack had originally founded esports, and that was definitely like a big push for Smash. He's a huge Smash fan. And after the team kind of fell off, I think it was originally Matt, Kylo, Dakota, and I, and I know you had a big part in it too. We all refounded esports and tried to make it more about like the competitive environments. And I remember how nervous we were sitting in front of SGA, asking them like, "Please, can I have a, a just a smidgen of funding? I, I just want to buy Overwatch for the team." I just want to get it on the computers. It was definitely one of those things where it was anxious, a lot of anxiety running through you at that time. But it's super beneficial and it's super exciting to see, you know, where, where we'll go. We have Modern Warfare on the computers. We have Overwatch on the computers. I talked with Michael McComas this year and we're able to practice so long as, of course, our stations are six feet apart. We have sanitizer at all the stations. You wipe down before and after like the library and, you know, the precautions like that that are going to allow us to continue. Also, the cool part about esports, it's all online. So you don't have to worry about going out to a tournament in a different state, whether it be hot or not, and worry about getting sick. Yeah. So I know some of the things that people say is money. And like we said, we have games that people can play on. But I also know we have a few free games that people can play. Can you name those games off real quick? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the free games, of course, are most of the popular ones. So, of course, Overwatch and Modern Warfare we already have on the computers. So I don't know if you want to count that as a free game, but anybody who is interested when they go to practice, they won't have to buy their own account. It's one of those things. Usually those games cost money, though. The real free-to-plays are, of course, Valorant, League of Legends, Fortnite, and Smite. And Apex. Uh, oh, yeah, and Apex. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Of course, you have Fortnite and Apex, which are more of your Battle Royale ones. You know, loot and then eliminate all the enemy players to be number one on the top. Valorant is your more of competitive shooter. You have teams of five that are going against each other. You can buy weapons at the beginning and then the whole goal is to eliminate the enemy team. And then Smite and League of Legends are your top down or I think Smite's first person. No, it's third person. Oh, it is third person. They're kind of like top down or third person. Your whole objective is to block the enemies from getting to your base and you want to at the same time attack their base. Mm -hmm. So does the esports team stay contacted with each other? So we have the Discord set up. We have... I made sure to take, I probably put way too much time into it, <laughs> but when you join the eSports server, you're given your two games as roles, 
And so you can see your team chats, but you won't get a whole lot of notifications from the other ones because all the other ones are blocked out unless you have the role. And so it's through the team chats that you stay in contact with each other. And then, of course, the team captains have their own main chat. So that way, me or you as chief executive and executive can keep in contact with them. Or if they have any concerns, they can let us know. But Discord has been one of those things where it's phased out TeamSpeak. TeamSpeak used to be the big one. Mm Mm-hmm. TeamSpeak used to be the voice channel, the chat channel, and it used to be kind of hard to navigate, but Discord really, like, it definitely made the the change. It made it revolutionary. And that's the one thing they've pushed now is, you know, you can use Discord for chat, you can use it for anything. But as a team, it's been, like, essential to get it out. We have our meetings there because of Corona. We have our minutes are able to be posted there because you can upload files. It's definitely been the main way of contact, and it's been super essential. Yeah. So has there been any uh, interest with like donations yet? And if there were some people that wanted to donate it, who would they talk to? So, so far, we haven't had any donations yet. We need to have a fundraiser. That was the one stipulation by SGA last year, that we need to have a fundraiser in order to get more funding. So I plan on getting into contact with our PRO, our PRO, Dakota, um, in you know setting up a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely one of those things where we need to get a fundraiser going. I don't actually think we have anything set up for donations. Okay. So what are some like ideas that you've thought of that we could do? I know one I've thought of is doing another sponsored like smash thing or a tournament thing where we would do going like Rogers or do via online and the winner would get like a, a gift card. But there's like like a little donation set up counter like if you want to play if you want to, there's a donation to help raise money so we can keep doing this. Oh, yeah, of course. An event with an entry fee would be a good idea. Of course, you've got um, different things like the Rotunda has been great for organizations to be able to do their own things. I know the AOPI hosts there, arthritis events there. I know Sammy's are doing No Shave right now. So the Rotunda is a great place where I think Bonner sold stickers. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a thing we can do is gift bags, stickers, things like that to really get it going. So people can get a bang for their buck. They feel like they're getting something out of it and it helps us as an organization grow. No, yeah. We as an organization love the support that we get from our, our campus. And so we want to eventually give back to our campus because without this, we wouldn't be able to do this. And Oh, yeah. That's the main goal next is to try and get some video or get a stream going where people can see what we're doing and how we're going. Uh, Social media presence is a big thing, especially in these times. So that's one thing we're working for. Yeah. Jeremy, I think that's all the time we've got for the day. I appreciate you coming in, as always, hanging out with me, but also get to talk about some very fun ideas and just an amazing organization. I have one question for you, and that is interview going on at this interview is happening at wkwc 90.3 thank you guys have a great week